everybody and welcome to the fourth episode in our series but really the third one just because last week we just did a Q&A. I have really been enjoying doing this series with you and I have been loving knowing that you guys have been enjoying it just as much as I enjoy sitting here and having a chat with you because we all know how much I love rambling on and on but I really do hope that you feel like you're getting something good out of this and I always say whether it's even just some comfort just feeling less alone or some inspiration you know as you start to move forward on your own journey so today's episode has been highly requested I have spoken a few times um, in our community on my page about this one and I know that it's one that's especially scary just because it seems so weird um i don't really like to use that that word weird it seems so strange i guess and confusing that's that's the word it's really confusing when we experience certain symptoms and we start to learn that it could could potentially be linked to our anxiety but then it still doesn't make sense because when we think of anxiety we think of a fast heart rate we think of maybe shortness of breath just feeling uneasy feeling on edge we don't realize that there's so many physical sensations that anxiety can cause. And this one, the throat sensations, is a very scary one. Um, I myself have dealt with this one and I've gone into panic many times before when I felt like I'm kind of choking or I can't breathe or I can't swallow. And we're going to get into all of that because I know that so many of you have the exact same fears. I asked you guys on Instagram over the weekend to ask me any questions that you have around anxiety and throat sensations and I got so many um, questions which I'm really grateful for. Uh, So I've decided to kind of just dive right into this by answering the questions because even though there were so many questions, the same questions come up over and over and over again. So it's really, I've really kind of condensed this down to maybe uh three top questions something like that like two or three main questions that you guys have so i've decided to just dive right into it by answering the questions um before we do that though i thought i would actually pull up one of my instagram posts here this was a post that i did a little while ago i don't know like you might have seen it maybe not um and i titled it how anxiety may affect your throat and i just wanted to read this to you all the different ways that it could affect your throat just so we can just get an overview of that before we just dive into the rest of it, if that makes sense. So your throat may constantly itch and feel really uncomfortable. You may obsess over your throat closing. It could feel like something is stuck in your throat. It may feel like there's a tight band around your throat. Shortness of breath due to anxiety may have you immediately worrying that your throat is closing. Your throat may even burn. You may experience what I call an anxiety cough, leading you to believe you may be sick. Your throat may feel tight and even your chest. And I'm going to get into that later as well. And then there's some other things that aren't on here that I'm going to address as well. Like if you have a lot of excess mucus in that and how, why you have it and how that relates. But I just wanted to kind of give a brief overview of that before we dive in. So if we're going to dive right in here, the very first number one question is... Why does anxiety cause a choking sensation in my throat and why does it feel like I can't swallow? So that is the number one thing that comes up and I know how horrifying that can feel. You immediately want to call 911 because you think that you genuinely can't breathe. 
you have a fear of your of your throat closing when you can't swallow like when you genuinely feel like you cannot swallow and you start really focusing on it and you're like oh my god i can't swallow it is such a scary feeling i've had that before and of course the more we focus on something the more intense it gets but just know that if this sounds like you it's actually very common with anxiety that doesn't make it any less terrifying i just want you to know that it is a very common thing and it isn't dangerous whenever i say something isn't dangerous i always feel like i have to just let you know again that i'm not a doctor so everything that i'm talking about is in relation to anxiety only so if you're worried that this could be something else or you haven't been diagnosed with anxiety i do always recommend checking in with your doctor just to be safe but if you have been diagnosed with anxiety if you are suffering with anxiety then what i'm talking about is all in relation to that so i have pulled up i've got my instagram page open in front of me as well while i do this because i can tend to ramble and when you're sitting here and just talking the whole time even if you know what you want to say and you understand something you can start to just kind of go off in a ramble and kind of lose focus like sometimes i'll like forget what i'm saying and then have to like try and figure out where i am so just having some notes in front of me and having my instagram does help me so that it's not you know a long boring ramble for you and i can kind of know where i am so to answer this question why does anxiety cause a choking sensation in the throat and feel like i can't swallow if you go to the doctor and they can't find anything wrong and you describe these symptoms you perhaps you've already been diagnosed with this or they've told you that it could be this but there's something that i just wanted to touch on before i explain why it can do this but there's a condition called globus pharyngeus i think that's how you say it it's also known as globus sensation and it's that feeling that there is something it, it can cause that choking feeling because it can feel like there's a lump in your throat okay um it's not painful it's like painless but you may convince yourself that there's something in your throat because it genuinely feels like there is and if you worry that if you eat you worry that you can't eat you worry that you can't swallow because it like you probably have told the doctor if you've gone to the doctor i really feel like there's something stuck in my throat and a friend of mine he actually has just had this recently and he went to the doctor and they did x-rays and everything and they told him there's nothing there but he said it felt so real as if there was something lodged in his throat so i realized that this term globus sensation or globus pharyngeus sounds kind of scary you're like what is that it's just something that they kind of it's it's almost like a name that they give it's just a name that they give to the sensation of feeling like there's something logged in logged um something lodged in your throat due to anxiety and high stress so if you go to the doctor and they can't find anything seriously wrong and you say you know i am anxious i am stressed and i have this feeling then they'll usually tell you that it's um global sensation so usually it will just go away on its own but i want to talk a little bit more about why you may be experiencing this so of course we know that it's linked to high stress and anxiety but how is the how is the stress and anxiety causing this feeling in the first place so the number one cause of that choking sensation in your throat or as some people describe it as a tight band around their throats this is due to tight muscles so when we're anxious our muscles are usually tense all day long and sometimes we just don't even notice that they're tense like we're just sitting with our shoulders up i talk about this all the time just pay attention to how you're sitting right now your shoulders may be tense 
you may notice that your body is not fully relaxed until I've told you and made you aware and then you're able to just fully release your muscles. So often the sensation in your throat is due to tight muscles in your neck. Um, I think a lot of people think of tight muscles in terms of tight muscles in their back, tight muscles in their shoulders. We don't realize that we have muscles over our entire body and it's going to include the muscles in your neck. If you're, if you're chronically stressed and anxious and experience tension and tightness, you can have tight muscles anywhere in your body. So when you have a lot of tightness going on in your neck, it's going to cause that constriction, that feeling of something just stuck in your throat like somebody's pressing on your throat or something like something is you know tied around your throat so just simply being aware of that and just consciously unclenching your muscles throughout the day can already make a big difference i know it can be difficult though if the tightness is in your neck because it's easy to just release your shoulders and all that but how do you release your neck muscles it's important to know that everything is connected so the minute you start to release tension in your shoulders that's going to help to release tension in your neck as well. I am going to talk a little bit more about deep breathing and, th- and how that can help you and we can do like a little activity together a little bit later in this episode. For now, I just wanted to kind of explain why you are experiencing that and the number one cause is due to those tight muscles, okay? And then another one is, and I just wanted to mention this, a lot of people talk about the swallowing. So If it feels like something is pressing against your throat or like there's a tight band around your throat, of course it's going to feel like you can't swallow because you have a feeling of something being stuck in your throat. You feel like you're choking. So swallowing feels difficult. But another thing I should mention here is that when we're anxious all the time, we become hyper aware of every single sensation in our body. So swallowing is something that we just do automatically throughout our day. We don't even think about it. Like I can't sit here right now and tell you, oh, at these times today or at this exact second, I swallowed. Like it's just something we do automatically. But when you're anxious, you start to pay, you start to put so much attention on those automatic things. So then they no longer feel natural. So swallowing is something that our body just does. We just swallow throughout the day. We're not thinking about it. We're having a conversation. We're swallowing, you know, so we're not like drooling all over the place, but we're not thinking about it. It's just our body just knows what to do. But the minute we start to be, the minute we're dealing with an anxiety disorder and we're becoming hyper aware of every single sensation, we start to put too much attention on things that are usually just automatic. And the minute we start doing that, it starts to become unnatural. So I'm going to talk about a way that we can, that can help with this a little later on as well when we talk about the deep breathing exercise that I want to do with you as well. But I just wanted to mention that I just think it's really important to be aware of the fact that we are so hyper aware of every sensation because a lot of the time it's 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 funny because you're anxious and you're you're so hyper aware of all these sensations but you're not aware that you're so hyper aware if that makes sense. So you need to just start becoming aware, okay, I realize that this is anxiety. I realize what I'm doing right now. Like just just becoming aware observing yourself as if you're just you know observing yourself from the outside if that makes any sense at all so the next big question was about acid reflux and can acid reflux cause throat irritation or why am i experiencing so much throat irritation and when we're talking about throat irritation a lot of things that were mentioned here is a cough like a constant itchy throat that makes you need to cough 
a dry throat, a burning throat. Um, I think that pretty much covers it there. If I'm leaving anything out, do let me know. But I think that's pretty much everything there. It's just the burning, the itching, the dry throat, the cough. Anything that's just really irritating in the throat. So there's two things, there's two causes that I want to talk about here. So number one, it's not very well understood and there hasn't been much research done on this, but it is thought to be, it, it is thought to be believed that stress can increase acid in the stomach and then this acid can reflux into the throat and then cause irritation. But again, like I said, there's not a lot of research done on this. Another thing that makes a lot more sense is back to those tight muscles. So when you're very tense and your muscles are tense in your stomach, it pushes against your stomach. So it pushes against your internal organs and it pushes the acid up into your throat. Um, I found this really interesting actually when I was doing my research. Uh, we, all the, we have all these sensations happening and we have no idea why. And then when you start learning, it's like, oh wow, I didn't know that. But you know what? That makes sense. My stomach is tight all the time. So of course here, like what, what would help is to just, again, be aware of the tension. We carry a lot. I don't know about you, but whenever somebody asks me, like, where do you, when I am at therapy, actually, um, my therapist will always ask me, where do you carry your tension? And yes, I carry it in my shoulders and neck, um, like most people do. But I always notice that I carry a lot of tension in my stomach. Like my stomach, I always have to consciously remind myself and be aware that my stomach is clenched up and that I need to just release it. So if your stomach is clenched right now, just release it completely. Just let it go, you know? Just release it. Um, I feel that's another thing. I think we try to like suck in our abs, you know? Like we gotta suck it all in. But that causes a lot of tension on your stomach as well. So just be aware of that because that tension can actually push acid up into your throat. Another one, and then of course, before I move on, that can cause... If you have acid coming up into your throat, that's going to cause a lot of burning. It's going to cause a lot of irritation. Another one, and this is something I really do enjoy talking about because I learned so much about this and this was always a big issue for me. And that is inflammation and mucus. So mucus due to inflammation. And I actually had some questions about this. Um, one of the questions was, does anxiety cause a constant feeling of mucus in your throat? So when you are very stressed all the time you're there's going to be some inflammation going on in your body because your body is releasing stress hormones all the time and the minute you have stress hormones coming out on a daily basis it's going to cause inflammation in your body and the minute your body detects inflammation it starts to produce mucus and the reason that it does this and this is pretty i know we don't like to talk about mucus and this may be pretty gross but it is really interesting so when our body senses inflammation and it senses that there's toxins in our body, it produces mucus because mucus helps um, to bind, the toxins are able to bind to the mucus so that when we, so it can come out of us easier. Like I'm trying to explain this in like the simple terms and not make this really boring. Um, but yeah, so the mucus, so toxins are able to bind to mucus so that it's able to come out of your body better. So you know when you have like a phlegmy cough and then you spit and you have mucus coming out or you blow your nose and get all that phlegm out. Um, that's your body's way of getting rid of toxins. Okay, so 
you already have mucus happening if you're stressed all the time because stress hormones cause inflammation. But another thing that causes inflammation are the foods that you eat. So if you're already dealing with anxiety and you already have inflammation going on and then you're eating foods that only contribute by causing more inflammation, you're going to have a lot of mucus happening. Just think about it like this. Our bodies our bodies don't recognize processed fast foods. The minute we eat those things, and I'm not telling you to not eat them. I always I always do say this. Everything in moderation, everything in balance. But when you're eating fast foods or processed foods on a daily basis, your body is going to go into a state of inflammation because your body looks at this at these ingredients as completely foreign. When we eat fruits and vegetables and foods that like whole foods, you know, that are straight from the earth, our body recognizes this as nutrients and our body's not going to look at it as a foreign thing and it's not going to put us into a state of inflammation because this is genuinely feeding ourselves and it's helping to reduce inflammation, improve digestion, support our nervous system. But the minute we start eating foods that are processed and, you know, fast foods, our body sees, oh, okay, this is foreign. It's not really doing anything in here. We don't need it. So your body goes into in a state of inflammation. Your body becomes inflamed effectively and it produces mucus to help expel toxins out of your system. So this is what I always talk about. A lot of people have um, food sensitivities too. There could be a healthy food that you don't even realize it, but you're sensitive to it. And every time you eat it, um, you experience more mucus than usual. This is a good. This is a good way to pay attention and to figure out if a food is affecting you or if you have a food sensitivity. Is to notice if you have more mucus after eating a certain food. But I don't want to go into too much boring detail there. But the mucus as a result of inflammation, number one, due to you already being in an anxious state, and then number two, eating the wrong foods, that's going to cause a lot of throat irritation because when you have mucus. You're going, and ear, nose, and throat are connected here. And I'll get to the ear question in a second. But when you have a lot of mucus happening, you're going to have the throat irritation because you constantly have mucus dripping down your throat. So your throat's going to feel itchy. You're going to need to cough. It may burn because when you have mucus constantly going down there, your throat is going to be red. It's going to burn. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then, like I said, ear, nose, and throat connected, you're going to have a lot of congestion in your nose as well. And then a question that comes up a lot is, uh, where is it now? Um, I noticed that I always have to pop my ears. My ears always feel clogged. Does that have anything to do with anxiety? So again, mucus definitely can contribute to this. Ear, nose, and throat are connected. Um, mucus can drip down from the back of your nose and it can go into your ears and your throat and it can cause you to feel like your ears are clogged. That is one reason. Another reason, and a lot of people don't realize this, is that stress hormones actually affect the pressure in your middle ear. The same way that being at different altitudes affects the pressure in your middle ear. So such as when you're on a plane. You know when you're on a plane and you start to feel like you need to pop your ears um, and you'll chew chewing gum or something um, to try to get some relief. So stress can do the same thing to your middle ear. A lot of people don't realize that. Stress hormones can do this exact same thing. Um, I do have some posts on ways that anxiety can affect the ears because I know ringing in the ears is another really big one. I don't want to go too deep into ways that it can affect the ears. I'm just trying to keep it to the throat for this episode. 
I feel like the ear, nose and throat are connected so I feel like I could talk about that here but at the same time I feel like we could do a completely separate episode on that and really get deep into that or I could do an episode on how it affects the senses and then include hearing in there and then touch on other ways it could affect the ears so this is me just rambling now usually this is it sounds like I'm just talking to myself right now but um let me know like let me know if you'd like me to do an episode on that it might even just be a mini episode if we're just talking about the ears you know but um I just wanted to include that because I did see that question pop up once or twice and yes it absolutely can affect your ears as well another question that came up a lot was um a very dry throat um which can obviously cause itching and then you have that cough and that cough is very unnerving especially with everything that's been happening in the world we started to think oh what's happening and actually right at the start of everything um I was feeling more stressed than usual and I was being hyper aware of every single symptom (laughs) and I dealt a lot with the dry throat and the itching and then I would cough and I would worry about it so I totally get it um a common cause of the dryness in the throat could also be due to shallow breathing when we're breathing in through our mouths and not through our noses so when you're breathing in through your mouth you just I mean just try like like it, you can feel it's just not comfortable so when we're anxious we're usually doing a lot of shallow breathing again we may not even be aware that we're doing it but that can for sure dry out the throat and cause an itch which we then start thinking is something serious or that we're sick not realizing that it's simply down to how we're breathing so another question here was is it normal to have a tight throat and chest and feel like there's a lump in your throat absolutely um i hope by now it makes more sense how the tight throat and then the lump feeling is connected due to those tight muscles but like i say and i'll keep saying this and really just trying to drill this into you everything is connected so when you're feeling a certain sensation in your throat You may also feel it in your shoulders. You may also feel it in your chest, okay? So if your chest muscles and your throat, like usually it would make sense that our chest, shoulders and throat muscles are very, very tight. And that's going to cause a tight feeling in your chest and your throat and that lump in the throat as well. And that's just really uncomfortable. And again, can make you think that something very serious is wrong. So just consciously unclenching those muscles throughout your day relaxing your shoulders in fact i'm going to get right into a little thing that we can do together right now because the next question are what are some ways to use deep breathing to manage anxiety in my throat without me panicking because in the moment you panic and it's 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 really difficult i I completely understand this so when we're in the midst of panicking we're usually gulping in air we're taking in lots of shallow air If you've been with me for a while, you're probably so sick of hearing me say this, but I think it's so important, especially if you're still struggling, to really, really recognize this and be aware of it. So when we're panicking, we're gulping air and we're usually breathing in through our mouths and the air is just going into our chest, okay? And usually when we're gulping in so much air, um, and I spoke about hyperventilation on a previous episode, It's that rapid breathing. We breathe like that and we're taking in too much oxygen and it causes a lot of pressure in our chest. Um, It can cause that 
feeling of just someone's literally sitting on your chest and I speak about this in the heart sensations episode but it can also affect the way your throat feels because when you're taking in the shallow air it can feel like you can't breathe your throat can feel dry it just it, it doesn't feel right it feels like there's something wrong and the minute your brain latches onto that thought oh something could be wrong with my throat everything just spirals from there so you immediately want to balance out um your oxygen and carbon dioxide levels when you're you know taking in a lot of shallow air and this is why i love nostril breathing i love just a quick way to just try to get through this and manage it when you're just in the midst of it um, is to just breathe in and out through your nose only that helps to control the stream of air so you're taking in longer deeper breaths and you're getting air into your belly rather than just into your chest so i feel like just breathing in and out through your nose can already help a lot with that um I really love alternate nostril breathing. I sh- If you go on my Instagram, under my panic attack highlight on my page, I show you there how to do it. I'm going to do an updated video this week on my IGTV to show you some different breathing techniques and I'm going to include that one in there for you just so I could do a little bit of an update on there. And then straw breathing is another breathing technique that I really like where this one you're actually breathing through your mouth but you're pursing your lips as if you're breathing through a straw. So you can try it right now. I did this on another episode, and when I tried it, I ended up whistling. (laughs) So we'll see if that happens now or not. So you're just going to purse your lips, and then you're going to... And you're just going to... Like, I could keep going, but um, I just want you to just breathe in slowly. Like, just slow. You're completely slowing it down. And you'll find that when you breathe in this way, when you're breathing as if through a straw, you're able to take in a lot more air and you're going to feel like that air is going way deeper. Like you're going to feel that air start to go into your belly. And something that you can do to be sure that this is happening is to place your hand on your belly and then as you're breathing in slowly, like don't speed it up because... You know, I'm talking fast here, but just when you do it, just be sure that you're just taking your time. You'll feel your, you should feel your hands rising as your belly fills with air. And then as you, then when you breathe out, you're going to breathe through your nose. And when you're breathing through your nose, your, your um, stomach muscle should contract and you should feel your, your, you know, your hands going in, contracting. So you're going to purse your lips as if you're breathing through a straw. And then you're going to hold it for just a second or two or three. And then you're going to exhale slowly, emphasis on slowly, through your nostrils. Until you feel all of the air is out. It's very relaxing, I'm telling you. it's You're really able to completely slow down the breathing. So you'll find that you're able to take in a lot more air and you're able to let it out for a lot longer as well. But you're not taking in shallow air. You're taking in those proper deep belly breaths. I actually bought a tool that I had seen everywhere. And I I really wanted to try it for myself. um, That actually helps with the straw breathing technique. And I'm going to... I'll include it in the caption. But I'm going to show it on my Instagram page this week. And show you guys how to use it. Because I've ended up falling in love with it. I love it. I think it's great. It looks cool. It's a nice accessory. Um... 
And I really do find that it works really, really well. And it's a really good distraction as well if you're in the midst of panic. Um, so I'm going to show you that on my page and I will include it in the caption. But breathing in and out through your nose, alternate nostril breathing or straw breathing are three of my favorite breathing techniques when you're in the midst of panic and you're taking in a lot of shallow air. It instantly helps to calm down your nervous system. It instantly helps with the throat sensations. Um, because the throat sensations are so closely linked as well to how tight your muscles are, I would recommend while you're doing the breathing to do some gentle neck circles. And I'm doing it right now, so feel free to join in with me. Um, just really, really gentle. And if you feel your neck click or make any weird noises, there's nothing wrong with that. It means you're doing it right. Um, so you're just going to gently just roll your neck around as big or little circles as you'd like. And then you're going to take it the opposite way. And I am a huge fan of neck circles. I learned this. Um, I learned just how important this is when I started yoga. I always talk about yoga with Adrian. She's my favorite yoga teacher on YouTube. I highly recommend checking out her videos. They have really helped me. And ever since I started to do her videos, I've been doing them for years now. I That's just become a natural thing. I'll do neck circles throughout my day every day. Um, it's just something that comes naturally now. When my neck feels tight, I'll just do a few circles. I find that it's very, very beneficial. Um, you can also just gently tilt your head from side to side. So tilt your head so that your right ear is directly over your right shoulder and just hold there for a few seconds. And then you can come back to center. And don't forget you're breathing the entire time that you're doing this. You just want to slow it down. Like maybe I should make a video and we do a little session together. And then you're going to tilt to the other side. You're gonna come back to center and then you can tilt your head back as well. It feels really good. Like I'm enjoying this right now. And then you're gonna come back to center and then you can tilt your head downwards as well. So that's, I really enjoy that. And then you can do some shoulder shrugs. You can pull your shoulders up tight to your ears, just clench, 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 and then just shrug it out. Just completely loosen it up. Just, you know, just let it loose. And you can just do this as many times as you'd like. It feels really great and it's a really good way to release tension in your neck and your shoulders which is going to help to really it's going to really help to relieve those awful throat sensations so another tip um, i have for you with any kind of throat irritation that you're dealing with is healthy distractions um, some people will say no you know we should you shouldn't distract yourself from anything you should tackle it head on and i agree with that but because we're anxious and we're so hyper-focused on everything, sometimes we have to do something else just to get ourselves away from that. So a healthy distraction would be doing something that you love to do, that when you do it, you just don't think about anything else. So you're not able to, in that moment, be focused on what's happening in your throat. So if you love to play music, you love to play an instrument, you love to sing, you love to draw, you love to dance, like anything, go for a long walk in nature, anything that you genuinely love to do, not something that you think you should be doing to relax, That this is important, not something that you think you should be doing, something that you really do love to do, 
um, something that you know that when you do it, that's all you focus on because it feels so good. Even if it feels hard to start it, you know once you're doing it, you enjoy it. So I think that that is just really important. Um, even just 30 minutes to an hour a day can make a big difference. And it's taking you out of that worrying state where you're just so hyper-focused on it. Because that's the big thing with anxiety. We're so focused on our symptoms throughout the entire day and night sometimes. we just laying in bed awake all night that we're not able to we're not able to manage it or move past it because we're just so focused on it. And then when you give so much focus to something, you only intensify it, or in this case, make it worse. So I think healthy distractions is very important. Um, maybe you've been neglecting something. Maybe there's something that you need to be doing more of that you know really does help to relax you. But because you've been so focused on your symptoms, you've been you've stayed away from it because you've put all of your time and energy into your symptoms so i really do recommend i do think about it like just think about it i know it feels like oh well i can't focus on anything else i can't go do that now i can't read i can't go play music i don't want to do anything now but trust me if you just try you just never know like you might just end up getting into it and realize oh wow i didn't focus on my symptoms for even even if it's two minutes, that's good. Like, you have to start somewhere. Um, for me, like, a big guilty pleasure of mine is I watch, I like to watch TikTok. Um, there's some super funny videos on there that just I find really relaxing because laughter really does help. So maybe throw on some TikTok, a funny show, anything that's just going to get you out of your mind a little bit. And like I said, like, baby steps, take it slow. Maybe it's not going to happen for you right away. But soon you'll start to realize, oh, wow, I didn't think about my symptoms for 10 minutes. You know, just keep going slow and you will get there. I promise you. And then, of course, your food choices play a major role because every single thing you eat is either going to contribute to inflammation in your body or it's going to reduce inflammation. So if you're already dealing with um, inflammation due to anxiety and stress and then you start filling your body with foods designed to, you know, feed your cells, support your nervous system, reduce inflammation, you're going to start to notice less intense symptoms. And this is something, and I always say this, and I'll keep saying it, I was so skeptical of this, and I actually got a wonderful message this morning from a girl that's just finished reading my book. Well, she actually finished reading it a few weeks ago, and she told me that she was really enjoying it and really felt like she could relate and then when she got to the food part, she was really skeptical because she didn't understand how changing certain foods could possibly help her anxiety. And I can 100% relate to this because I was skeptical too. And she said she started to make changes and she couldn't believe that it was actually working. And she wanted to message me right away and let me know, but she said she, she was worried that it was just a temporary thing, that it would come back. So she waited a few weeks and she sent me a message this morning and she said, wow, like she can't believe it. She feels like a different person. Her symptoms are way less intense. Um, and she did, she did not think that it was possible. Um, so this is what I always say, like it's so important to stay open. Um, even if you're skeptical, even if something doesn't seem like it makes any sense, try not to close yourself off because if you're sitting here anxious right now, Maybe you've tried many things and they're clearly not getting you to that point that you 
really want to be at that you deserve to be at so this was my problem too i was so closed off to everything i was just sticking to the same things and they weren't working and even if they did work it would be very temporary so i think it's very important to stay open and be willing to try new things because at the end of the day and this was my attitude like what do you have to lose i was so desperate i had tried everything my symptoms were so severe I was like what do I have to lose I'm just gonna try this (laughs) let's just give it a go and then when it started to make a difference I was completely completely blown away so I do have some nutrition posts on my page where I talk more about food if you're wanting to move forward in your journey and you want to learn everything that I did um, to finally figure out how to manage my anxiety and to finally get it under control then I do always recommend my book just because I share my whole story in there as well as what I did and how I got to the point that I'm at today. And I will share that link in the the description, yeah. So I also offer personalized nutrition help and I'll include that link in the bio as well where I give you a questionnaire to fill out and then I'm able to tell you the main systems in your body that are out of balance and I give you food recommendations according to your lifestyle supplement recommendations lifestyle recommendations Um, it's something that i just started to do slowly because i've been so busy but i actually have a little team that i'm putting together now and we're starting to work with more people so if that's something that you're interested in if you want personalized help then you can check out the link in my bio it will take you to a page that tells you a lot more about that i'm really excited about it because i know so many of you are just looking for that extra little boost or you just want more um, of a personal touch you know you just want help based on your unique experiences and your own journey i will also link um, to all my favorite supplements and things that i love including magnesium cbd organifi which is a superfood supplement that i've been loving it's full of adaptogens that help your body to better manage stress and to support your nervous system I realize that when I do these episodes, it's only natural that at the end, you're going to want to know where to, what to do next or like where to go from here. So this is why I do try to include as many resources as I can. That's why I wrote my book for you. Um, if you have any questions, do let me know. But I really hope that I've covered as much as possible in this and that you're feeling some kind of relief. Um, I love sitting down and having a chat with you week after week. I've really been enjoying getting into this. It's been a whole month now. So we've spoken about three symptoms, dizziness, heart sensations, and then this one today, the throat sensations. And then last week we did a Q&A. I think I'll throw up Q&As in between the symptoms just so we don't skip any weeks because I know you guys are eager to get to these episodes. I'm not sure what we'll be talking about next week, but I'm sure we'll figure it out together on Instagram. I'll share a poll like we can... I'll share a question box, you guys can give me your input and we can go from there. But just know that we're going to cover every symptom. So even if it's not the symptom that you want to hear more about, like for the next one, your symptom will come up eventually because I'm going to be going over them all. Um, But I really, like I said, I really do hope that you've taken something from this. I hope that you're feeling some kind of relief. If you know anyone that's struggling with this um, symptom, please do share this with them. Um, As I always say every week, we really need to get the word out there and just help and support each other because you yourself may know how 
awful it is to deal with anxiety and the symptoms all day long. Understanding it really does help. Knowing that there's a community and support out there really does help, just as we have this beautiful community here. So if you enjoyed this, please do let me know. I love hearing from you guys. Um, just, I don't know, if you share it on your stories, tag me or send me a message because I really, I love knowing what you thought about it. Like, I love your feedback and I love knowing that it's helping you, you know? I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. It is 4.30, it's almost 4.30 p.m. where I am in Ontario and I'm going to get out for a few more hours before the sun sets and go read my book in the park for a little bit and just enjoy nature a little bit. I really do hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye!